Hey, throw me. This is Tom Atkins, and you're listening to Outsiders of Horror Podcast. time either yeah Dang. motherfucker it's about that time about that fucking time we roll with episode 71 oh man look at these fucking losers especially you jack you piece of shit you fucking <laughs> tracer fucking you ain't no banksy motherfucker right <laughs> so anyway Faye, gay cape counselor how's it going how are you you know i'm here i'm not queer get used to it Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 71. Tonight, we encounter Friday the 13th, part one, and Friday the 13th, part two. Those ways. Up there, up there. That's right. And as always, you've got your bay man, Andrew Faye all day, Brian the Flat Fluffy Man Farmer. No <laughs> Brian Strang, no Christy Adams, because they fucking quit. So anyway, welcome <laughs> back. Friday night, here we are. Nobody does intros like you, good sir. But one of these times, I'm just going to cut from episode one to episode seven. How many times did you go, eh? And see how long that is. It's got to be at least 30 minutes long. I want a big loop. Just a big loop of all <laughs> the huge loop. <laughs> right? That would be good. That would be funny. Just give me that big old loop. <sighs> so, what's life? How is life? Oh, you know. Got yelled at by my boss this week. That was fun. Got the other bad customers, but that's normal. Got off Facebook. Facebook is just fucking poison right now. P- poison. It's just poison. It's a fucking war zone on Facebook. It's sad. Facebook used to be a bunch of kitties doing funny tricks and shit. Now it's just nothing but anger and rage. So I, so I said, fuck it. And I went to Instagram. Kitties and I stalked. Like meow, meow. Yeah. Yeah, like meow, meow. Like, you know, you're you're a cat lady. You understand. I like the cat videos. I don't like cats, but I like cat videos. They're fun. Especially when they knock shit off the shelf like, fuck your couch. Fuck all your couches. Ah. Well, yeah. You know, this, this week has been a week. You know, it's been a, it's been something. But Anything new for you? Like the same order, the same old routine. Fucking alarm clock, go to work, come home, eat some food, go to bed. Dude, I am like a fucking, uh, it's just, it's a groundhog day. That's all it is. Fucking just wake up, do that, go to work, come back, eat something, fall asleep. <laughs> like that's <laughs> like that's it. That's that's all you can do. Like, did um, you even watch these movies, or are you just going off of memory of the last time you watched them? Say it again. Did you watch these movies like again to refresh yourself, or are you just going off of your memory? Ah, uh, no, no, I watched them. I had the VHSs. I watched those. I didn't want to watch the actual DVDs. Oh, going old school. With the yeah, you know, I wanted to fucking. Uh, I just, I wanted to take it back. You know, take it well, back. I, w- I went Blu-ray because I'm a Blu-ray gay. You know. You know what else I wish I could take back? 
every fucking spit of business that I ever gave fucking Jack. That's what I wish I could take back. Because you know what he's been giving me? Nothing but Jack shit. Um, if you're waiting for your 15 minutes on Texas Fright Mare, you'll be fucking uh, sadly mistaken because we upped it to 18 minutes. So fuck you. Uh, yeah, well, there's not much to talk about Fright Mare. It's all said and done. Yeah. April no. 30th. Postponed. But we, we already fucking knew that. That was going to happen. 279 days as my little countdown tells me on my TV. I, I reset it yet again. <laughs> 279 days. Hopefully, people will chill the fuck out and so we can defeat this bullshit and have a good 2021. 2021. Kicking, off, kicking off the new year, our girl Hannah Fearman's got a new movie called Time's Up. It's going to be released on New Year's. So oh, that's no going to be a fun way to kick off New Year, yeah. Oh, that's the uh, thing where she has her segment, right? That she uh, directed? No, no. This is actually just a different movie that she was in, I believe. Oh, wow. Okay, nice. Some, nice. some new slash called Time's Up. It's a New Year's-themed movie. So, they're, yeah, they're dropping it on New Year's. Yeah, she was great. She was great to talk to. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And she's pretty popular. She's one of our uh, bigger episodes now. Straight the fuck up, Colonel. They had to fucking... They had to try to make back someone at those fucking auctions. They they probably lost a lot. I'm I'm willing to bet, especially if they had guarantees or whatever. There was probably some sort of clause where they had to fucking pay out a minimum. Well, that's why they're doing the postpone instead of canceling, so they can just carry over the tickets, and hopefully, mass majority of them will still come next year and won't lose too much. Which I mean, yeah, they've obviously had a lot of cancellations because it seems like every day they're like, "Well, more hotels have opened up. Here you go." So if you haven't gotten a host hotel, don't give up yet because they keep popping up. I know Tilly just got one. The other day, like yeah. yesterday, I think. I know, and just two days ago, he's like, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tilly, you fucking puss ball. Uh, I don't want to go. I'm so mad. Fuck Lloyd. Fuck TFW. Not going. Hey, guys, I've got a hotel room. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's, that's more or less like how him. that went down. I thought I was just talking to Tilly right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, look, he's plenty. Hard rock life in the rocker recliner. Is Waka Texas Frightmare really worth it? Yes. Rock yeah, and Shock is nothing West. compared to it. Rhode Island Comic Con, not even close. Texas Frightmare is an experience, and I highly recommend it. You always Easily walk away with, with many awesome memories. Movie. You always walk away with plenty of memories to tell, plenty of stories. It's it's a good time. Lots of lots of lots of good people. A lot of course, there's bad eggs in the group, but mostly lots of great people to talk to and interact with. You're you're guaranteed to make some friends. Let's just say that. Friends you want, friends you don't want. Right. Friends you just feel sorry for. <laughs> and then you end up with a fae. And yeah. There's your life. <laughs> I'm all passed out on your floor drunk as shit. And all your alcohol's gone because you drank it all. <laughs> right. What the hell are you doing? What are you talking about? What am I doing? I'm here fucking talking to your stupid ass. Is that not, That's your audio that I'm hearing in it. I don't know. It's Jason's audio. I don't think it's me. <laughs> oh, is he coming to get you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just set. I'm just setting the mood. Woo! That's a nice gift that I got from one of them guillotine bitches. <laughs> well, so, I do uh, that. Uh, oh. Today, today we're gonna deb- we're gonna debut some new artwork. Um, the <laughs> the uh, the artwork that we're about to debut was uh, made by a scumbag. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Faze over there, he, he seems pretty happy about the uh, that's about the fucking picture. fantastic. 
just saw something else in there. <laughs> <laughs> I know what it is that you just saw, but yep. Um, so <laughs> no. So Faye's gonna pull it up on the uh, on on the program here, not on his phone. That way you can actually see what it is. I'm in tears. Hold on, that's fucking great. <laughs> oh man. Oh god damn it. Yeah, if you imagine Terry Hill like, like time uh, two, it's like that. Why don't you talk about some like recent news or something that you've come across this week? Well, I'm talking to, I'm talking to this uh, Anthony fella about um about the Cherry Hill <laughs> Monster Mania. So uh, I would say TFW is like times two of what you see in Cherry Hill with a much larger guest list, probably like double the amount of guests. Oh, that's good shit. So like it's it's even bigger than that. I'm not right. I gotta. There's a process that you you just shut up. All right. Yeah. You know. You uh. You you go uh, with your processes. You 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 you, you, you are something in this. <laughs> you you're, you look like somebody. I can't really fucking put my finger on it. But you look like somebody. I'll take over. Yeah. That's yeah. Funny. I do. I do look like somebody. Somebody iconic. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I know one thing. I know some ladies have been talking shit on us on their little fucking little podcast show. We're we're gonna. Brian, you are not working hard. You're just hardly working. All right. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, we're, we're gonna we're we're gonna get to those trash bags soon. But for uh, for now, but uh, how about did you save it yet? Can the people see? The people need yes. to see. Yes, you ready for me to reveal it? We'll leave it up yeah. there for a few seconds too. Once you debuted it, so everybody, this is that new shit, new 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 shit. Here you go, new artwork. Oh, so if you take a closer look, you can see exactly why the fuck I. I already laughed because of just what the, the general theme is. And then if you look at, at what's in my hand, signature and all. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see what's above your head in the snow? <laughs> yeah, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you tell the people at home what that is? It's piss, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, uh, it's a trail of yellow piss. A trail of yellow snow. What is that advice that people get? Don't eat yellow snow. That's right. Uh, what a what a what an amazing time this was. You see that? See that, ladies and gentlemen. Look at that. How glorious is that? I look I look better than Shelly Duvall. That's for sure. That turtleneck. I'm gonna start wearing turtlenecks now. You know. <laughs> that's fucking great. I just want to know you what you were like doing with, with with that Felissa Rose dildo. <laughs> and then you had to come barging in like. <laughs> Yes, father. <laughs> oh man, I gotta order another shirt. Son of a bitch. That's a koozie if I've ever seen one. Oh <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, See, we're gonna have fun with this being a duo. <laughs> Except right now we have to find a new artist because it's a jack as a jackass. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to him. But how about uh, you know, you you alluded to the fact about a certain uh, a certain outfit of uh, people talking shit. So uh, huh. I'm a, I'm gonna let you start this off. Why don't you give people an overview? Of what's what's going on right now? Oh yeah, yeah. The good old Geetin girls are at it again. They dropped a new episode, and one person in particular, Madeline, took a huge shit all over me and Farmer both. Big old stinky pile of dump shit all over us. I'm like, all right, bitch, it's on. For one, she needs to fucking. She's had the same tampon in since 1998. So she needs to change that and just fucking have a coke and a smile, put some rum in it. Call it I good. think she's had enough coke. 
I don't know. Maybe she'd be a little more happy if she did some coke. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe. Also, also, Krista, um, I, I fucking, I heard that little comment that you dropped uh, about um, how I'm paler than you. Um, <laughs> honey, look in the fucking mirror. You are fucking paler than a fucking ghost. All right, you're like as pale as a corpse. All right, me, I got some fucking color. All right, so maybe orange, but he's got some color. <laughs> That's right. I might look like a fucking cheese it, but you, you have <laughs> no color. You are uh, off white. So <laughs> you know, I'm gonna take a guess and say you were fine with the jabs until they talk shit on your golf game. Oh, oh, I was oh <laughs> the second they talking about me and fucking my little twelve year old ass swinging with my little fucking clubs. It was fucking over. It was fucking <laughs> over. And Madeline, Madeline, I used to fucking respect you. All right, I used to respect you. you used to have fucking taste. All right, I well, used she to always th- th- she always acts like she's smarter and better than everybody, but yet she can't even get Mark Patton's name right. Oh yeah, Mark Mark Paxton, Mark Paxton. Yeah, he was great in Nightmare on Elm Street too. Who the fuck <laughs> is that? Bill Paxton's fucking older brother who couldn't get work. Uh, if if you're gonna it. you know talk about films and really you know dive in deep, at least get the fucking names right, okay? I understand get it wrong maybe once in a show. If you don't understand how to pronounce it, you say I don't know how to pronounce it. But you said Paxton over and over and over again on the show. She's over there. Oh, I have so much more respect for Mark Paxton. Well, that's great. Who the fuck is Mark Paxton? <laughs> um, this uh, this disc record is brought to you by Bleach. Um, you know, sometimes sometimes you need Bleach because you need to wash away the stains, the skid marks of the podcasting world trying to come for us. All right. <laughs> right. I guarantee you her response is going to be, you guys can do better than that. That's terrible. And she's going to have her little witty remarks because she thinks she's the funniest thing walking the face of the fucking earth. And she's not that funny. She's just grumpy. And people find that funny. Well, people as in Krista finds that funny. That's the only person that laughs at her shitty jokes. And her, and and you know, her witty you banter. you have to laugh at your friend's jokes just to make your friends feel good. Yes. I mean, nine times out of ten, my laugh is fake when Farmer tells a joke. I'm just I'm doing the laugh to make him feel good about himself, you know. Right, and nine times out of ten, I'm lying when I say I'm still glad to be here. So, <laughs> <laughs> of course, there was this one from shitting on the kitchen and shitting on each other. <laughs> you know that that's just how we roll. That's how it goes. Maybe we are an easy fucking target because we can just fucking easy. <laughs> Maybe, but but you know, at, at the fucking at the end of the fucking day, man, at the end of the fucking day. I've, you know, I'm, I'm calling them out. I'm calling the fucking guillotine girls out because they think that they have fucking like a whole better plethora of fucking films, like film knowledge than us. And that they like more superior films because they saw a fucking art house movie once. Fuck you, Richard Brake. Um, so I, I propose and I know they're going to fucking back out and not do it because they're fucking scared. Um, I propose we have a fucking debate episode. Us oh. versus them. And we fucking discuss movies. We have fucking time slots and we go at each other. Because I'm fucking fairly certain they'll get their fucking asses kicked. Challenge laid out. Sound bitch. So you, you all hear you all heard it here first. The challenge is out. I can almost guarantee you it will not be accepted. And you know why? Because we are the outsiders. And when you're an outsider, you're an outsider for life which means that uh we're gonna win if it happens but uh it probably won't so until then don't sing it bring it 
Yeah, currently, if they do somehow minuscule chance to accept it, it probably will have to be a live stream so we could get a crowd reaction. Oh, it would have to be a live stream. I want it to be like fucking celebrity death match of like the horror podcasting world. Fuck it. I'm (laughs) like, I want it to be like debates. Okay. Like it's me versus fucking Madeline. One minute fucking debates going after fucking one specific film. Same deal. Christophe, that whole type of deal. Fucking outsiders for ski team girls because um, I'm sure that we are superior in that fact. Hell, we'll even let you guys decide what movies we'll debate. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make it fair, even playing ground. By all means. So I, so I won't be picking one that I know fucking passionately about, so obviously I'd win. No, we'll let the audience decide what movies we debate, and we'll go at it. Listen, I would even make this a fucking World War III if you two need more, if you two need more fucking ammo. I mean, I'm calling out fucking, whatever, Saturday Night at the fucking Movies, fucking Freaky Girls, fucking, not, not the, the other ones I'm not going to name drop, but not those guys, but, um, you know, a fucking The Horror Squad. Three guys that whore, whoever the fuck, you know, whoever. But uh, <clears throat> starts with you two. Podcast war has been launched, sir. Podcast war, the debate, what, the great what debate. What better time than 2020? You know what I'm saying? Listen, the people, the people need something. They need something to look forward to. But yes, we will only debate the podcasts that actually matter around here. All right. There's some out there that we won't even give two fucking cents to, so. This is true, hence why we didn't even name drop them. But yes, so I mean, you know, I, I would, I would even organize some sort of like World War Three WrestleMania type of fucking episode where it's every like two people from every fucking show going at each other and fucking debates. But we'll see how it goes. So the challenge is laid out for the Gullah Gullah Girls. Hey, remember when they couldn't even say their podcast name right for a long time? Oh, I know. Yeah, we had to teach them. Uh, leave it to me though to sneak in a compliment on the shows. I just realized I complimented everybody there for a second. God damn. Well, yeah, can you say I, something like, can you master beta? He is a massive beta. Um, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. I feel like I, you I, I work on my guy, angry bone. Yeah, I need it. Well, because, you know, friends are friends. soft. I'm soft. I don't yeah. like being mean. I don't. I don't like being mean. I don't. You, listen, listen. Well, funny, everyone here who thinks playing, stays I'm, like this fucking innocent little fucking nice guy, let me fucking tell you. It's fucking bullshit. All right. If this guy wants to go off, he can fucking go off. It just takes a lot to get him there. Yeah, it does. It does. I'll be, I'll be laying there. I'm like, oh, I got something good for you. And then when it comes time, I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> Let me have a few dozen more of these, and I'll be ready to go. You know? Ooh, the Crockett cup. Yeah, that's true. Crockett, Crockett cup. It is Crockett cup. But anyway, I uh, the challenge, the challenge is laid out, and I want it to be a live stream on YouTube. Yeah. I don't care. Okay. I mean, listen, it's fucking it's 2020. The world's basically over, so we might as well just come together and do it. So the uh, the ch- the challenge yeah, is out before there. we're all dead by the end of the Legit. year. Because if anybody in our little circle is going to get fucking COVID, it's going to be me. Also, me. This, uh, this message brought to you by Bleach. And uh, not your choice. And you're really off. trying to get that fucking sponsorship, aren't you? Good old Bleach. Of all, of all sponsors to fucking try to get Bleach. I'll well, have listen. the whitest fucking clothes in the world if we get sponsored by Bleach. <laughs> I don't own anything white. Well, your shirt has white on it, and so does in your hat. Well, yeah, but I'm gonna And apparently we're pale as fuck, fresh. so yeah, I mean, we are, we are bleached. We are Bleaching powder. ourselves like Michael Jackson. R.I.P. Not really, fuck you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like his music. <laughs> I like his music. <laughs> Make me want to dance, you know. 
So anyways, yeah, we're on a podcast here. <laughs> yeah, we're on a boat. I like the concept of a debate. You know, it's like, okay, but we'll we'll have we'll have a few movies. Each person, like we you know, versus versus, get a minute to riff. The you know, get the whole rebuttal, that whole type of shit. Because I don't know. I mean, we could talk shit with the best of them, Faye. I don't know. I mean, I still want to go against Madeline over the new Invisible Man because I'm not done arguing with her about that motherfucking movie. Oh yeah, well, what was up with these lists, by the way? Like, what, what's this hipster list that fucking you're putting together? Or oh something yeah, because like she has a different definition than I do of what the definition of a hipster is, and we're constantly going back and forth on what even a hipster is or what a hipster movie is and shit like that. So she's putting together a list for me to show me what hipster movies are, and she, you know, she gave me a few of those, and I'm like, well, okay, one of those is a hipster, but the other ones are not. And yeah, so then we'll have to call it calling all hipsters come in and tell us who's right and who's wrong. You know? So are you saying that Madeline actually does have hipster taste when it comes to movies? I'm saying Madeline is a hipster. She just won't claim it because that offends her. That offends her more than anything. You can call her a cunt all day long, but if you call her a hipster, she's going to get upset. Gotcha. So she's a hipster who just jumped on the vinegar syndrome bandwagon just because it looked cool on hashtags. <laughs> got it. Good old hashtags. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. So she's uh so she's like a Daryl Hook when it comes to a vinegar syndrome sale. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't need it. Oh, <laughs> Holy man. fucking shit. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll uh we'll see what happens, guys. We'll see what happens. But yes, Brian. Live. Stay tuned in. Stay tuned in. We'll have to see if the challenge is accepted. I don't know. i we'll we'll have to see. Mm. All right. Take him well, away, Faye. I got some uh, recent watches this week. Fuck Daryl Hook. Even Jack knows, and Jack's an idiot, so. <laughs> yeah, fuck Daryl Hook. Piece of shit. Him and a shitty show. All right. So, <laughs> speaking of shitty, I recently watched a movie called Money Plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it stars uh, WWE superstar Edge. That's why I rented this fucking pile of shit. Oh, his movie that came out? Yep. It's also got uh, Kelsey Grammer, Denise Richards, Thomas Jane, Joey Lawrence, and Andrew Lawrence both plays two different characters and directs the thing. Joey Lawrence's little brother. I don't know if you ever watched that Joey Lawrence show back in the day or whatever, but he had that little annoying annoying little shithead brother named Andrew, unfortunately. But... (laughs) Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, this is his directorial debut, and he puts himself in the movie not once but twice. Twice, and eh? And it's an airplane heist movie. It's an airplane casino with the dirtiest, filthiest people in the, in the world, all up in this airplane, uh, gambling and doing Russian roulette and just doing hardcore villain shit, you know. And Edge and his team are recruited to uh, hijack the plane, hired by Kelsey Grammer from Frasier, <laughs> to, to take it down. And yeah, I mean, it wasn't the worst thing we ever watched. Like it was so bad, it was good. One type of thing to where you, you just got to laugh at how awful it is. <clears throat> so it wasn't the worst thing in the world. But yeah, I don't. I, I say if it's like streaming somewhere, watch it, but don't rent it like I did. Like Metal always cries, but I want my six bucks back because uh, I because I, I convinced her to rent fucking Invisible Man, and she's demanding fucking six bucks from me. Yeah, well, yeah we're gonna see it. it. She needs it for her hipster coffees because they're so expensive. <laughs> so let's see. And then I also watched Neon Maniacs on Amazon Prime. It's an old good old 80s movie. I've never seen it before until now. And I actually really enjoyed this movie. It was a lot of fun. 
Neon just, Maniacs. Yeah, that was good. I recommend that one. And then for the first time, first watch for both of these, I watched Maniac Cop 1 and 2. Uh, wasn't what I expected. It's more of like an action horror, I guess. You want I mean, it's got horror elements, but it's more of an action film. There's so many like car chases and car action scenes and shit. It's it's, but it was it was good. It was solid. I haven't watched three yet, but I hear it's shit. That's why I haven't watched it. And then another shit. first time watch. Well, not really first time watch because I remember watching it as a kid, but I don't remember much about it. But I watched uh, Ice Cream Man with huh. a good old Clint Clint Howard. Uh, refresh my that, that that's a good movie. That is uh, that is straight up shitty '90s horror at its finest, and it was it's a good time. That too is on Amazon Prime. So, Andrew faces, check it out. Check it out. That's on my racing watch. <clears throat> Do you have any this week, Mister uh, Work and Eat and Sleep? I only got to watch two things, but the first one I got to watch was a, a documentary. Uh, it was called uh, Kitty Origins and uh, Evolutions. <laughs> oh, did you watch that doc? I did, I did. I, I gotta tell you, I was ho- I was hoping that Talina Atfield was gonna be on there, and she was. Oh, not. she was the one that declined. Okay, yes, yeah. I thought Dude, she I was, but I one hundred percent sure. I loved her when I was in middle school. Fucking loved her. Right. Like me and my friend, like we fucking loved Kitty. He loved Fallon. I loved Talina. Like Talina was like, see, I'm, I'm a Fallon guy. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I love Tony because she was all bitchy and shit. So yeah, she was wonderful. But yeah, she uh, declined to do the fucking thing, and I was uh, I was heartbroken about that. Who uh, who would have thought fucking Kitty like just would have had like such bullshit? You know, I didn't know they were still even around all these years. I just thought they disappeared after those first like two albums that came out. Shows how much I paid attention. I mean, kudos to them. And like I said, they changed fucking members more than they changed tampons, as you can see in this documentary. It seemed like after every album, there was new members. They had they had a lot of fucking changeouts, huh? They had a lot of people. I mean, really, you only have two OGs, and that's the sisters, Morgan and her, and her drumming sister. I can't remember her name right now. but Mercedes. Mercedes, yeah. And then, as you pointed out, the Witchfinger podcast, Morgan. I, I went and listened to that since you told me that that was Morgan. It's a good show. I like it. Yeah, that's a good podcast. Uh, Joe Bob fucking acknowledged them on the the yeah they got the silver bolo award from Joe Bob and they yep. got it in the mail and everything yeah that's pretty cool good old uh, Darcy showing him some love yep we'll never see any of those but yep <laughs> nope we ain't getting any awards we just get drunk yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck your awards give me the beer. <clears throat> Uh, the second movie I watched, it was kind of like a, it was kind of like a thriller more than anything, but it had to, it was like about horror and stuff. But it was a John Travolta movie called The Blowout from uh, 1980. Oh my god! Oh my god! I'm John Travolta. Yeah, a, a lot of people don't even know about this, but uh, this movie called Blowout, <clears throat> it's like a horror suspense thriller movie. Came out, but it was directed by Brian De Palma. Had uh, starred John Travolta, John Lithgow, and uh, Nancy oh. Allen. Oh, wow. um, I don't ever heard of that. I'm a, I'm a uh, De Palma fan, too. So John Travolta stars as a sound effects man for low-budget horror movies. While ta- while taping wind effects, he inadvertently records a presidential hopeful's car crash while the noise he heard uh, a tire blow out or the gunshot of a political assassin. So, yeah. Oh, that was pretty cool. I liked it. Oh, that was good shit. So, yeah. Well, I, I was going to say, John Travolta, not as bad as Nick Cage, but uh, John Travolta himself had a streak of, you know, straight to... DVD straight to rental type shit there for a while. 
Yeah, but and then he came is... out with a, a gym called Fanatic. <laughs> Listen, the fucking Fanatic, amazing movie, amazing, true, yeah, true guess... piece of art right there. I'll tell you what, it is so good. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Fred Durst, for that movie, which is weird to thank Fred Durst. Chocolate starfish. You know that? I mean, that shit gets a bad rap, but man, I fucking I loved it. Oh, that's great. I even love it when he put his own music in it. I thought that was fucking hilarious. And Devin Sal is driving down the road with his kid in the, in the passenger seat. He's like, oh, you remember, this is what I used to jam back when I was your age. And Slim Biscuit on the radio. I'm like, nice. Slim Biscuit. <laughs> ben Stiller, you my favorite motherfucker. I, I was a Slim Biscuit fan back in the day, I gotta say. Were you? At least, <clears throat> at least with $3 bill, y'all, and... Yeah, $3 Billy All and Chocolate Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water, man. Those are, those were two albums that I really liked. Uh, Lizzie says, my mom loved Blowout when I was little. I have no idea how many times we watched it. Oh, so Lizzie's uh, familiar with it. So uh, so it's an older movie. Yeah, from 81. Oh, I didn't hear that part. Nice. Yeah, because you were too busy having balls in your mouth. You couldn't fucking, you were too busy gargling. What I do with my mouth is my business, sir. All right, it's 2020. Be politically correct. Lizzie. You are amazing. I have no idea who the fuck you are besides your hit TV show, Lizzie McGuire, on the Disney Channel. But, uh, sold. <laughs> <laughs> That's my friend. Can, I, can, can you make Jack's comment large on the screen? Can you do that? What the fuck does that mean? Uh, what he's saying is, you know what a you know what a good podcast is, sounds like, but we can't make one. We can't make a good podcast. That's what uh, okay. That's a, that's a dig at me, sucker. Uh, speak, speaking of this, the, the comments from some douche cunt named uh, Dadak or Dad, Dead Fuck, Dad Fuck, probably Dad Fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, was there a comment you brought to my attention? Yes, I actually happen to have it. Oh, can, can you, uh, for the viewers at home, can, can you bring this up? I can, I can. Boom. Uh, and could you, re- could you be so kind as to read it for us? Hey, good old Jack here said, nothing says professional podcast like one commentator weekly fighting to stay awake the whole episode while the other loudly fights to suck from the metal straw in his metal mug like a drunken college girl with a margarita. Waka waka. Ignoring the political lines for a second, the irony of calling out that singer for sharing his opinions on his banned social media on your horror podcast seems to have went over your head completely. Come on, man. So before we uh, tackle the first paragraph... The uh, the second paragraph the, that was that was mainly uh, pointed at you. So I, I would like I would like to know your thoughts on that that uh, that comment from Dad Fuck. I, I'd like to. Yeah, yeah, Jack. Okay, we are a podcast. I'm pretty sure maybe you're aware that podcast is where people get together. They talk about certain topics, certain issues, whatever they want to talk about on their show. All right, and what a lot of these podcasts do at the beginning of their show. Is they'll they'll open up loosely like, oh, so how was your week? How was it going? He asked me how my week was. Well, it turns out that I had a run-in with a band that was quasi-famous 18 years ago, and they reacted to me. That was the whole point to that. It wasn't about the whole fucking political shit. I wasn't calling anything out. I was just talking about my week, and I got to interact with a shitty band that wasn't anything relevant and yeah and i talked about their politics a little bit and i disagree but hey we all agree we all disagree on that shit all right but with them with trap they are 
a music band and they should on their fucking Facebook page that is titled as a music page should only be talking about their fucking music, their band. And if their little fucking Chris Jackoff, I think that's his real name, wants to fucking go on his rants, he can create his own little handle and do it elsewhere. But saying that doing my come on, man, like Randy Moss or something like that. No, I did exactly what I'm supposed to. I don't know how to do because I'm on a podcast. I'm not a band. I don't have any instruments. Do you, do you have any instruments right there with you? No. We're not a band. We're a podcast. We talk. We talk about current events, stuff like that, before we get into our main theme, which is horror movies. So, basically, fuck off, Jack. All right? You're an idiot. <laughs> and come on, man. You need to go watch ESPN somewhere else. And yeah, Headstrong to take you on. Headstrong to take on anyone, apparently. Huh? <laughs> and fuck Trap. And I used my platform to talk about it. A platform that I'm allowed to talk about because it is a podcast. I could give a fuck less about Trapped. I don't really care either. But Jack, are you a fan of Trapped? Is that is that what like made you so upset about it? You're just a, you're a fan of Trapped. Ah, uh, look at Lizzie coming in. If it's so bad, why well, used to watch it? Go Lizzie, go Lizzie, go. <laughs> Lizzie on board. Yeah, fuck off, Jack. <laughs> you damn tracer. Speaking of which, I'm, I'm still in the docket for September, right? <laughs> way, to, way to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We kind of we don't know anybody else that can draw cartoons. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. Jack's pretty good. So yeah, we we need you, Jack. Even though we hate you right now, but we still need you. But your <laughs> mouth sucks. All right. But now, farmer, you can go with the, with the first paragraph that he. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I'd like to reread it for everybody. Nothing says, prof- I actually, I'm going to read it like an asshole. Nothing says professional podcasts like one commentator weekly fighting to stay awake the whole episode while the other loudly fights to suck from the metal straw in his metal mug like a drunk college girl with a margarita. <laughs> um, so, nothing says a professional uh, whore for like a, a weekly. All right. So, all right. <clears throat> well, listen, good sir. You fucking douche nugget. Um, I had an awful week. I had a bad week. All right. And the fact that I still fucking came on to do the fucking episode because I care. I care for the six people that decide to watch every Friday. All right. So I do it for them. I do it for the little people. The people who fucking, you know, who are dealing with Corona, working the nine to five. I'm a man of the people. All right. So, yeah, I'm weekly fucking to stay awake. I worked 65 hours, and I worked four hours later after that fucking show. So, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> oh, my response to you just saying, if you're a horror podcast, talk about horror. There's plenty of other horror podcasts that don't talk about horror and only talk about horror. We like to treat this as like a gathering of friends, and we like to make you feel like that you're hanging out with us. We talk about certain topics that are going on in the world. We like to talk about what we like to talk about. Because this, this, this show is the brainchild of, of me and Farmer. That other two just were participated in the first fucking forty weeks, <laughs> and this is and this is this is what we want to do. We never claimed to be a band that had one hit fucking eighteen years ago, and and then now eighteen years later we're gonna try to sell an album by stirring up controversy. If we want to stir up controversy, we will. We don't. We're not worried about. We're not trying to get the ratings. Like I said, if it's two people or two million people every week, I don't care. I'm enjoying myself. Farmer, I think, is enjoying himself for the most part. <laughs> I can never speak for him. I'm having fun. He's having fun. 
We talk about what we want. And then sometime during the show, we will discuss whatever horror movies that we are going to discuss. So and, you, you know, as my hetero life mate over here, douche waffle 3000, uh, Andrew Gay all, all day, uh, as he just said, you know, he can't speak for me. Some days I'm like, you know what? I fucking love the thing. Some days I'm like, I should just fucking drink some bleach. And you know what? I'm going to drink some bleach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you enjoy being on the show, don't you, buddy? You know, I would say for the most part. Yeah, I mean, there's days I want to fucking kill you. But, you know, other than that, I love you, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there's always every fucking week I want to kill you, but it's it's okay. Because in, in the end, I fucking love you, too. Oh, <laughs> there we go. One and know. done. One and done. And, and we've now had a blast has the voice became a duo. By yeah. The way. And, you know, as the voice that carries this fucking outfit, you know, I just, you know, get Faye hop on my back a little bit more. Uh, <laughs> I wish I you're enough. a little taller. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. But that's I make, I make up in girth, you know what I mean? <laughs> You're wider than you are tall. Listen, are we going back to the fucking pasty fucking pale shit? We've already been over this, all right? <laughs> Brian Carbono, amen. Thanks, brother. You know, Brian Carbono, I got nothing but good things to say about him. He's been a loyal follower. He tunes in every week. He looks forward to it, and I appreciate him. He is... In my books, a number one fan of the Outsiders of Horror, and I greatly appreciate him. Yes. Move I appreciate all the other two, though. I mean, don't get me wrong. Brian, you're the man. Not Farmer, Carbonero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carbonero, like the, the food. Uh, so anyway, um, what, did anybody catch the uh, Terrifier 2 teaser trailer? I did. You I did. It was fucking great. Anybody in the chat did? I mean, Tilly, you can't even fucking read, so I'm not even going to ask you. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't shush us, Tilly. You jackass. Yeah, now, what did you think about that trailer? Because obviously I have an opinion, so I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> I know you have an opinion. I know how you felt about the first one, so I can already imagine what your opinion is for the second one. But I myself really enjoy the trailer. It seems, I mean... David R. Thornton looks like he's crushing it yet again as as Art the Clown and his good old creepy self with his weird ass stare. And talking to the dude and knowing like how he is in real life, it's that's where I'm impressed with his uh, acting chops and how he's even without any dialogue, all body language. I'm impressed with the dude. And I was impressed with this teaser trailer. Uh, I like how it seems like he's going to have more competition in this one. Seems like the chick that he's uh, dueling with in this one is going to fight back and give him a run for his money. And yeah, it's, it, it looks great. It looks creepy. And it's another great uh, Halloween film that I can't wait to, to see. So I'm all for it. Now, my friend Farmer here, he's about to spew his opinion on it. So I watched it twice. I, I liked I liked seeing the blood on him. I thought that was pretty cool. But other than that, is it just me, or did anybody else get the feeling that it looked really cheap? Well, it's still a low budget. It, what was the budget? Didn't they like fucking kick? Didn't they have some controversy with Kickstarter or Google or some shit about the fucking movie? How much it was? All right, because well, they they exceeded their their Kickstarter. Uh, I'm I'm gonna look it up to see what goal. they made because I. Uh, I I, I, I mean, think I just found it. I'm gonna look it up. What do you What do you think the budget was for this thing that they raised on Kickstarter? Went it like 150 G's. <sighs> so they made uh, they grossed about 215 thousand dollars to make this movie. 
that's that's a high end indie. That's a high end indie. That's like fucking going to Sundance budget. Like that's right. that's very high end, especially and it looks for. Good. No, it doesn't look good. It doesn't right. look like it costs two hundred fifteen thousand dollars at all. I made movies for fucking sixty grand that look better than that, at least fucking style wise and the way it looks on screen. No, Mm-mm. yeah, but you're looking at like you know the way it looks and shit like that. But look at what they're probably putting towards that they can't show in the teaser with the fucking special effects, like their their practical effects and shit like that. I mean, I, mean, I, I, can, I can understand that. I mean, but like you know, there's I don't know. Like I to me, if you're gonna their goal to raise was fifty grand, and then they made two, they made two hundred thousand. So I mean, for that, I'm expecting fucking a little, little bit better in the name category, and I'm expecting a better production. But it still looks like it was filmed cheap. Looks it like it's filmed look- cheap, but uh, but I'm expecting the film to have some cool ass shit in it. So I'm I'm crossing my fingers. I'm thinking that we're gonna see some cool ass shit. That's why we don't have your big fancy names or or your big old fancy camera or whatever to make it look more cinematic and awesome. Yeah, but they I they could. Yeah, I, I, I want to know where the budget went. I would. I want to see a fucking who, who's the biggest thing we'll they have in screen. this thing. It doesn't matter. It does matter because that's a high end budget for fucking nobody. Right. Who's in the movie? Felissa but, Rose. But and when Tamara? you get that budget, don't waste it on on actors that are going to draw the name. They're just going to take take it off of the success of the first one, and people are just excited to see Art the Clown. They don't give a shit about the big names that might be in it. I mean, Fliss Rose, yeah, is in it, and that's going to get enough excitement as it is. But I think there's enough excitement behind it just because we get to see Art the Clown again. David Howard Thornton is Art the Clown that everybody loves for the most part. But And yeah, we're, we're going to get something more. We're going to get more out of it because it does have a bigger budget than the first one, and everybody already loved the first one for the most part. Well, I, I guess I'm just going to have to wait and actually fucking see it because... right. It it does. It looks very cheap to me. It looks cheap. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah, that's a memorable scene that, like Lizzie just pointed out, the saw the girl in half. Holy fuck! I mean, that was that's everybody remembers that scene. It was a great fucking scene. Splinter right down the middle from vagina to fucking face. You can't you can't say that wasn't a cool scene. No, it was cool. But I mean, the the uh, teaser looks cheap. Not as cheap as them hoes that you be buying every weekend. Shit. Tilly, get, get your man. He's drunk. <laughs> yeah, if you don't see the budget on screen, something's wrong because you know where the budget went up their fucking nose. No, but we're going off of a teaser right now, though. We're basing off of a teaser trailer. All right. You can't just all of a sudden jump off the bridge and think this is gonna be a shit because you don't see the budget in the in the teaser trailer that was under a minute fucking long. You can, if you've watched enough, you can see it. Yeah, Jack, Jack for once is right. If you don't see the budget on screen, something's wrong. I think you will see the budget on screen. They're not going to give it all away on in the teaser. That's stupid. That's like a, an old seventies trailer where they gave away the entire movie before you saw it. Listen, no one's fucking saying that you. What? That doesn't even make fucking sense. The movie, the movie looks the way the movie looks. If, if, I, I think it looks fine. Well, that's because you like fucking garbage. So, I mean, what do you expect? <laughs> you like fucking hipster movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're not talking to Madeline right now. You're talking to Andrew Thomas Faye. <laughs> I just gave out my full name. Y'all want my social security number, too? <laughs> uh, Tilly is right. Uh, some teasers is where most of the money, mo- like, more the money went. That's what you're supposed some. to do. You're supposed to, have a, you're supposed to show a highlight reel. 
It's supposed to be kind of like your best shit in the teaser. No, grab them in. Not in the teaser. The trailer. For an indie? For an indie, yes. For an indie, yes. Now Halloween kills that teaser. Now, you don't need to because you know what you're getting. You're buying Michael Myers. Hype, now with the hype behind this one, they don't want to give away too much with the hype behind this movie. Because there's a lot of hype for it. There's a lot of pressure in, the, in this one. Hipster and they don't want to give it all away in teaser. Tilly, Tilly, your fucking the true words never been spoken. Hipster Faye. Well, I'll, I'll get my thick frame glasses if that'll make you feel better. Make that'll make me feel like just a little bit better, yeah. <laughs> no, but no. You know, I'm not basing off the teaser. I'm not going to... I think it looks good. I think it's great. I love the very end where he's fucking doing the, the, the torch. Fuck great. Hipster Andrew is a handy. Um, Colonel, are you saying that you want you want him to give you a handy? Yes, you're selling the movie with that fucking teaser. Oh, That's no. the whole point. He's uh, combining he's combining hipster and Andy and calling me handy. No. Waka waka. Waka waka. <laughs> yeah, waka waka. Drink some bleach. That fucking teaser reeks. Yeah. And yep, yeah, while he's disconnected. You're selling it with a teaser. You're selling it with a teaser if it's a movie that doesn't have any hype behind it or anything like that. This is a sequel to a movie that an independent film that was wildly popular. So you don't need to sell this one with the teaser because people are already sold on it. So they're just giving you a teaser to hold you over until the the movie actually comes out or until we get a full length trailer. So no, you don't need to be selling anybody on this movie because people are already hyped without the teaser. Somebody in this chat come get your man because he's drunk. All right, some somebody come get this guy because he, he's spewing nothing but bullshit. That's what he's fucking spewing right now. Bullshit. I'll fucking kill you where you sleep, sir. Yeah, we'll fucking do it because I'm already dead drinking bleach. Uh, <laughs> but no, typically, typically when you when you're throwing a, a teaser out. Uh, like the whole concept behind a teaser is you're supposed to highlight some of your best shit within like the first like 30 seconds, 45, typically what a teaser is um, because that's where it's supposed to show where your highest production value is. And it's like just something supposed to grab the attention that way when the actual trailer drops, there's already so much hype built up that teaser that you want more. Yeah, I'm, I'm great, sure there's it's, already a lot of hype behind this. Hold movie. on, you fucking scumbag. Let me finish. <laughs> this is why String left because you kept fucking cutting them off. So let me keep <laughs> going. All right. That's far from the truth. So, what I'm trying to say here is if you could please get the fucking balls out of your mouth and stop interrupting me, is yes, it has a built in audience. People like Terrifier. All the more power to them. Personally, I don't give a fuck about Terrifier, but I will watch it anyway because I'm sure this fucking idiot's going to choose it for the podcast. So with that, I'm going to watch it no matter what. But if this film didn't have, <laughs> if this film did not have the built-in audience that it has, who then I would basically fund us, uh, shut the fuck up, who basically funded the movie, <sighs> Faye, now I want you to talk, Faye, would you still be so invested in this movie if it didn't have the hype that it already had. First of all, I will cut you with this fucking knife. <laughs> <laughs> I will cut you where you stand. I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I mean, you keep going over the point that, that I made. If this movie was unknown, if there wasn't any hype behind it, if it wasn't a follow-up to a wildly successful first independent film, then yeah, I would agree with what everything that you guys are saying. But they don't need to sell anything on this teaser. This teaser was strictly just to 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 hold the fans over until we get either the trailer or the movie itself. 
you don't need much more. I think they gave too much away in this trailer, honestly. I, I think it would be better. What? Yeah, I think I think it'd been a cool teaser. Just having Art the Clown walk in the room, honk his horn. That's the teaser. That's fine with me. I think that'd have been cool. That would have been a nice little appetizer. See, so you're know. fucking. You're all in on fucking Terrifier. You got the fucking face paint on your ball sack. Like you're fucking. You're all in on this one. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Wow. 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 Shane. I. Oh, I yeah. Yeah. Art the Clown's fucking great. That's a great character. Uh, I wasn't reading the chat earlier, but anyone anyone who is here, like, what, what's what's your view on this on this fucking thing? Does everybody like it? I hope. Not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you like Terrifier one? I mean, Farmer hated it so much that he wouldn't even participate in the interview because he's a cockstain. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. I did. Yeah. Yeah. I still See, stand by that. There you go, Jack. That proves that we're not a professional podcast because if we were, Farmer would have participated in the interview. So stop calling us professional podcast. We're far from professional. We just having a good time, sir. And then also, fuck you, Farmer, for not participating in that interview that happened fucking six months ago or eight months ago. Or no, that was like a year ago, but thanks anyway. Um, we have been doing this for a year and a half now. That's fucking yeah. Uh, Colonel, you're not missing much. Do not waste your hard-earned money on it. Uh, I'd rather you waste phase money and then Colonel, watch it. Watch it. I own the movie. I'll let you borrow it so you don't waste all your fucking money. But it's got some great kills and stuff like that. My only complaint was that it's supposed to be based around Halloween and doesn't have a Halloween vibe to it at all. And there's really not any story, but it's a, it's a fun watch. It's fun to watch Art the Clown and him doing his thing. Is it though? Is it really? It's a great performance. It's a great fucking performance. Oh my God. It really is. It really fucking is. Did you stop playing your background music? Listen, I'm trying to fucking set the vibe here because you're fucking totally wrong. Um, your opinion for Terrifier 2 is fucking not validated. This It's not even a good movie. Why did you like the first Terrifier? Because it's a good time. How? Like said, how? Why is Art, it a good time? Just Art the Clown's performance alone was fucking fun to watch. And then, the, and then you had some great kills, like the, the infamous sawing the chicken half from vagina to fucking head. Okay, you're talking about a kill. That's great. Any good, any movie can have a good I kill. I mean, that's sad. a lot of times that we watch independent films in the community, what are we looking for? We're not looking for a groundbreaking story and great cinematography and shit like that. We, if it's going to be a slash well, film, you we want to see the budget's cool. fucking $215,000. That wasn't the budget on the first one. No, but the fucking second one that looks cheaper than the first. And we haven't seen the second one yet. So but the teaser, the teaser looks cheap. But I told you, they're not trying to sell it with the teaser. They're just trying to please the fans with the teaser. Ah, that's fucking cop-out. That's fan cop-out bullshit. Fuck that. No. Dude. Hey, fuck you, eh? <laughs> listen, listen. The, the highlight of your oh, cast for dude. part two. Part two's Felissa Rose and Tamara Glenn. I, I could get both of those women for like fucking $500. Let's give unknowns a chance. Let's give unknowns a oh, chance and, and a go. sequel. Yeah, the unknown's a chance in a sequel that has hype behind it. Okay, so okay. They're I'll, obviously going to get the scene in in this sequel because people are going to watch the sequel because people are excited for it. So we don't need the known names because people are already excited for this sequel. So let's go ahead and put some unknowns in there and try to give them a name. You know. What I'm okay, I'll, I'll fuck with you there. I'll fuck with you there. The, the concept of giving un- unknowns a chance. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. I can see you there. But if you're going to do that, make the fucking production value 10 times better than the fucking first one when you have like eight times the budget. 
I mean, who knows? Maybe that teaser was just collected for just teaser footage. Maybe that none of that was even in the movie. We don't know. What the fuck? Yeah, what do you, what do you think they did? Used raw files and then put it on the fucking internet for everyone to see? Uh, we won't know until the movie comes out. <laughs> <laughs> fucking listen, we're bullshit artist. Bullshit artist. I uh, remember we don't talk about bad movies on this podcast. <laughs> Anthony, that's a great. Co- can you can you make Anthony's uh, comment? Can you put that on the screen here, please? This is something we can talk about. I think it feels, but doesn't make it classic. I didn't say it's a classic. Oh, you you're basically treating it like it is. No, I'm saying it's a good time. No, 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 no. Now, now it's, you're it's, going back and you're saying it's a good no, time. No, I never said before it's a classic. you were fucking busting your load all over classic. this goddamn stream yard. So no, no, it's no, not. No. It's nice to have a new character for people to be excited about in the horror community because we don't get too many of these new characters that we can latch on to and buy the shit out of because you know we're all a bunch of leeches in the horror community. We want to buy all the merchandise, you know. Well, we can only buy so much Jason, Freddy, and Leatherface, you know, until it fucking gets fucking shitty. You know, it's nice to get new, f- fresh faces to 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 spend our hard-earned cash on. I'll do. I'll, I'll take Victor Crowley over fucking Terrifier for a new. Well, I know face. you will. Obviously, you would. Yeah. Well, and both of them are great new faces, Dad. And we can't just be like there's not enough room for both of us there's enough room for both of you in the horror community we'll take all the new slashers in and welcome them into the family can you make Brian's comment on the screen now please oh Jesus you know if we were like another not yet no not yet let's see what spawns off of this sequel if people like the sequel then they'll do another one another one another one just like all these other franchises do and we'll see what happens Maybe after this one, they'll get a, a big budget, and then we can get that cinematic feel that Farmer's demanding. And get the Anthony's right about that. I like Anthony's comment right there. But The Collector is a new horror movie, and I think it's better than Terrifier. I would fucking agree with that. Yeah, the Collector's great. I love that character, too. But he looks too much like Dr. Decker, so it's hard to sell him. Maybe that's why I like him. But yeah, no, he he, <laughs> does, he, def- he definitely has that feel. It's that same type of like a um, like mask like aesthetic. So I, I can yeah. agree with that. But the, the production value of The Collector was good. And I guarantee that had a fucking. I, I bet the budget wasn't fucking like astronomically huge. Tilly says I don't even put him as a top five clown in horror. Do you put him as a top five clown in horror? I don't know. I have to think about some clowns there for a little while, but Pennywise, obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and twenty seventeen Pennywise over nineteen ninety Pennywise. Yeah, I said it. I want to see if I can find the budget of the collector. I bet that was like a, I bet that was huge. I need to do that because my cooler's empty. I need to go get more beer. Y'all keep licking farmers' nuts, okay? Okay, the collector had a a budget of three mil. Okay, yeah. That's a big fucking budget. Yeah, good production value, though. Yeah, production value because it's a three million dollar budget. And it was a one location fucking movie. All right, so now that this fucking ass jockey has left us, thank fucking God, now the grown ups can talk. Listen. Anybody here, if you like Terrifier, please tell me why. I'd like to know. So I don't want to attack you, but I would just like to know why you like Terrifier. I got to tell you, when I saw that shit on Netflix, I like skimmed through it. I couldn't even watch the whole fucking thing. Like, deaths are cool, whatever. Like, that scene in the fucking diner, waving at the fucking blonde bitch. I mean, like, whatever. Like, that's cool. I dig that. But I mean, I, I could not get behind it. Like, that was, I don't know. I felt like it was like uh, overhyped within the community itself. 
The kills are a little different. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that. The kills are good. They're unique. Yeah, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm all for good kills. I'm all for good kills. But when it comes to story structure and the way the production value is, I mean, like, that's where I want to chime in on. Um, I I feel like I, I want to look up what the budget was for the first Terrifier. But, I mean, that's that second Terrifier, I mean, that budget is, like, that's a really good sizable budget. But I just feel like we should be getting more on screen uh, as, as, like, in terms of value. It just looks like it was filmed cheap, and I just have a problem with that. So that's just my personal opinion. Collector okay. sequel, okay. Okay. The Circus collection. of the Dead. Is that that Billy Pond shit? I never actually watched that movie. I think I got it for free from like TFW. And I think it's still in like shrink wrap as a coaster in my fucking movie closet. That's a pretty fucked up movie. I'll say that. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Circus is dead. Yeah. I know Bill Roberts Jr. is in it. He, 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 he was a good actor. But the collector was based in one location in that house. So if you have a three million budget and you're in one location, it better look as good as it fucking did. Which it did look good, but it better. Compared to, uh, you know, Terrifier 2's budget, which is not even a million. High and by, Michael. High and by. Y- you know, like, what? Like, it doesn't fucking matter. Like, but the, a $215,000 budget, considering what they... Like, look at the budget, like the locations they had in the first one. Obviously, I want to. I have to look up to see how much money that first movie cost. I have to look for it. So, yeah, keep spewing your bullshit to these people. <laughs> Hello, folks. How y'all doing? Okay, first yeah. Terrifier was a hundred thousand dollars. Now this one is double the budget, and it doesn't even look as good as the fucking first one. That's my we beef. That. We don't know that yet. We don't know that. We saw the fucking teaser trailer, Faye. It's just a teaser. And it was simply just a sample of platter for the fans. Let's not try to sell people on the movie. Listen, listen. I know you all you guys came to, for us to talk shit about Friday the 13th versus uh, part two, but we're probably not even going to get to that this episode. So just yeah, know that this was a fucking tease. This was our teaser to get you hooked in because now this this, this conversation has gone elsewhere. <laughs> but we will stay true to the format. And uh, Faye is going to show you his show and tell for this week. Oh, we're doing show and tell now? Yeah, we're going to do that, yeah. Because I don't think we're talking about these movies today. So, yeah. Yeah, we are. We got plenty of time, homie. We got about like 45 minutes worth of audio. We got, we good. We good. We can stick to the formula. And my show simple formula. (laughs) Hey, everybody's a suspect. That's a little dramatic, but you know. So, I got my uh, naked Jason Lives Part 6. Which is signed by good old CJ Graham, personalized because that's the way to go. Because it doesn't show that I won it off of a raffle or got it in a subscription box. It shows that I went out and got it myself. And I'm not worried about resale value because I'm not going to sell this bitch. I have some. I have two great photos with CJ Graham when he signed this, and that's actually more important to me than this by itself. So. To me, that's why I like personalized, and that's why I love this piece because it's personalized. It's to Andrew, because personalized it's me that got <laughs> that's my show. It... And CJ Graham is my favorite Jason, just because Part Six is my favorite Jason movie. What you got, sucker? Ted White, good old Ted White. He's funny. Got that that Ted White fucking auto. He's still around, right? Like he has yeah, he's still alive. No. Okay. Which one died just like last year or the year before? I saw him. Isn't Richard years ago. Booker or something? Isn't he dead? 
It was sad because I missed my opportunity to get an autograph from him because he was at TOW two years ago or two Frighteners ago, I should say. And then he died not too long after. Nope. I can't remember which one it is, though. Yeah, there's your show. <laughs> I also have an overrated pick of the week that I want to touch up on. Uh, my rare pick of the week is a horror-themed band called The Misfits. Okay, and the reason why I'm saying The Misfits because I've always thought Danzig Misfit, Misfits has been overrated. But I, I liked Graves Misfits. So I was like, okay, I can't give Misfits an overrated pick. But then just recently, fucking Michael Graves came out and announced to the world that he is a fucking KKK Nazi racist fucking prick. And there's one thing I hate. You did not interrupt me with your fucking shitty music. <laughs> there's one thing I hate. It's a fucking racist piece of shit. I hate racist. I hate racism. I hate it. More than hipsters. <laughs> I hate it more than farmer's shitty opinion. Which I don't hate farmer's shitty opinion. That's the point of the podcast. But, <laughs> yeah. So, with Michael Graves coming out, I have... I'm done with the Misfits. And my overrated part of it is Danzig Misfits. So, I've never really liked Danzig. And Danzig is also a terrible director, too. Which we all know if you've seen the movie Veronica. So, yeah, there's my overrated pick of the week. And before we get into the debate on which one's better between Friday the 13th or Friday the 13th Part 2, uh, I did an Instagram poll simply asking which one was your favorite, Part 1 or Part 2. At 62%, 62%, so it was close, but at 62%, Part 2 is the, the general favorite, uh, at least out of the followers of The Outsiders. Not a lot of votes. We actually have more votes on this one than any other previous votes that we've had. So. Interesting. Not bad for a professional podcast. <laughs> right. This for Jacksonville, you double up five. So what, you had 10 votes? Du, 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 du. No, we had a lot of votes. Triple, yeah, triple digits, son. Triple digits, son. The price is right, bitch. See, Lizzie does the part two, part two. All right, so Friday the 13th, part one. Uno. Part uno. Everybody's familiar with it. Everybody knows what it is. We don't need to give you the synopsis. But I will say, if you've been following the show for a while, if you remember our dumpsties, I gave away a Lifetime Piss Jug Achievement Award. Which, to me, you're going to get us a copyright strike, motherfucker. <laughs> but to me, one of the most overrated movies of all time is the first Friday the 13th movie. Farm, I'm going to strangle you. With that I don't know what you're talking about. Nothing's even going on. You're just going crazy again. Faye has a drinking problem. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, anyways. So that's why I was like, if, you, if you've been a follower of the show, you know how I feel about Friday the 13th. Now, is it a dumpster fire in my opinion? No, it is not. But I think... The hype behind the title Friday Thirteenth. I love the franchise. I think what what I like about the first one is it spawned this great franchise. One of the most memorable characters, a character more recognizable than Santa Claus, fucking Jason Voorhees. But that doesn't mean I like the original. This is one of those where the original I think is not that fucking good. It's very laughable. The final girl was okay. Alice was cool, but I mean she was also a little bitch because she was getting pimp slapped around by an old lady. Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, but she was a strong woman. Strong, independent woman. No, she was just butthurt because people let her kid drown. <laughs> She's getting revenge every year for a year on and year out. And 
Another complaint I have about Friday the 13th is I like Tom Savini, but in this movie, he needs to learn some flesh tones. He needs to blend his makeup a little better. Like everybody loves that arrow from underneath the bed going through Kevin Bacon's chest. I mean, you can see where the makeup ends and where the makeup begins. He didn't blend. There's no flesh tone. It went pure clay color to Kevin Bacon's bacon tone, <laughs> you know. Now, the things that I do like about this movie, <laughs> I didn't even write down anything that I like about this movie. But I mean, I, I do, like I said, I do enjoy what it spawned. There are some moments I like in it. I like the chick that created the uh, strip poker monopoly. But there's no suspense to this movie. Uh, when you're doing the whole POV thing and you're trying to make it a mystery of like who's doing the killing, at least introduce that character sometime in the movie. We don't even see Mrs. Worries until the very end. So there's no such thing as guessing on who's the one going around doing all those killings. <laughs> so that's kind of uh, my loose take on the first Friday the 13th. What about you, Patna? Well, for a film that cost half a million dollars, so 500 grand, 500,000, and it grossed 59 million and it created a fucking global fucking icon, I'm going to say. If it wasn't for the first one, we wouldn't have anything. So the first one is fucking right. amazing. Well, that doesn't make the first one amazing. Like I said, I appreciate the first one because it spawned this franchise. Listen, listen, listen here, bucko. <laughs> Betsy Palmer is the fucking shit. You yeah, can't fucking great. take anything away from Betsy Palmer in that she's fucking great. first one. I'm not taking anything away from Betsy Palmer. But she didn't show up till the end. So like I just said, the whole POV mystery on who the killer is, we don't know because we never even got to introduce to the character until the very end. The character, I'm not saying anything about Betsy Palmer. She's fucking fantastic. R.I.P., baby. You know, but... Lizzie Dizzy. It's better that she wasn't in the whole movie. I'm glad. I think it's better the way that they fucking brought her in because she's only in it for a little bit. If you had her in that whole time, then that takes away from your fucking, like, this, like the story, the fucking character arcs of fucking Alice. That takes away from all that. So I wouldn't have included her in the whole film. I think well, it was okay. smart just to have her in bits and pieces. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you're not even having her the whole time, but we don't even have one moment of being introduced to her at all throughout the entire movie. Not once. We don't meet her not a single time until then. Brian, Brian Cabba, Brian Cabba Cabba, hey, his fucking, his comment right there, spot on. We have to realize in 1980, half the horror we know didn't exist. The reveal was shocking. Was it, though? Because, I mean, we, did, we well, didn't think know about the really time about frame. Jason. The time frame, right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean the ending was shocking, though. And the it time was just frame, an old yes. Lady killer. Is it shocking now? No, but back then, yes. Horror was was completely different back then. It would have been it would have been shocking if we got to meet her in the movie. If we got to meet the character in the movie, it would have been more shocking. Like, oh man, it was this old lady that we met at the very beginning of the movie. That would have been exciting. Yeah. Yeah, but the, the the voyeur like the voyeuristic shit like I'm I'm all about that. I thought that's what added like added like suspense to it and everything. So yeah, I I think I think uh, I'm I'm all for it. I agree with the choices what Sean Cunningham made. I agree with that. To uh, answer Anthony's question, if Pamela Voorhees continued to be the killer, do you think the franchise would have been different or the same? It would have been different, and I don't think it would have been near as successful because you wouldn't have had the iconic uh, hockey mask and shit like that. It had been hard to continuously sell this 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 old lady for each movie for however many movies down the road. Yeah. So no, I mean I'm glad they changed it. I'm glad they brought in the son. 
Jason as as the uh, the killer for the rest of them. So yeah, no, I'm I'm glad they changed that. I'm glad it wasn't Pamela Voorhees the whole time. I agree with that. <laughs> we agreed on something tonight. <laughs> Uh, you're still a piece of shit. We can agree on that too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you were 13 when you saw it opening weekend. Damn, Brian, you old. <laughs> yeah, bro, old shit, motherfucker. You I was even alive. <laughs> Faye was. I wasn't. So what? So what? The, the, it came out in 1981? 80? 81? Uh, 80. 80? So you were born in 67, Brian? <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> Jack, Jack coming through with one comment that made sense from him in this whole last two weeks. Um, Psycho was way before this shock. Third act reveals weren't new. Yeah, he's kind of siding with me on that one a little bit. Actually, Jack, you're wrong. You're stupid. Shut up. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Brian, you're right. I side with Brian. Kappa, kappa, hey. Um, Psycho is great because uh, they killed the what that's we thought was the main episode. character halfway. That's a, whole, <laughs> that's a whole different episode. We're not there yet. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> Shit, I don't know. I mean, if they if they would have just at least introduced Pamela Vori sometime, or maybe it should have been somebody like on the campgrounds that we thought was good and then turned bad, because that would have been different for its time too. But my, my rating for Friday thirteenth, uh, I give it a four. You give it a four. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Like I said, I don't. I don't. I don't I just think it's overrated as shit. Hey, you know, you're fucking. You're entitled to your fucking your, <laughs> your opinion over here. I mean, who am I to say that you like shit? Who am I to say that? You know what I mean? Hey, so, the, the the followers kind of agree because Instagram poll says sixty percent like part two. Same. I uh, I think the first one is an eight. Now part two, they cranked it up a lot better for me. The suspense is a lot better. The final girl, Jenny with a G, <laughs> is fucking fantastic in this. I love it when she puts on the fucking sweater, tells Jason to shut the fuck up. Mommy's here. I'm kind of paraphrasing a little bit. Oh, Brian gives it a perfect ten. Colonel gives it a five for the original. Yeah, let us know what you think of the first one while uh, we talk about the second one here. But yeah, they, they amped it up. I liked the, the characters more in part two. Uh, I I I I kind of liked the, the the potato sack head a little bit. I'm glad they switched though, because I don't know. I don't think they could continue on with just a potato sack head the whole time either. So the Jason mask, whoever came up with that, that's fucking money right there. Let's see. Jack gives the original a six. Tilly gives it an eight. So we're getting some some mixed reviews here for the original Friday Thirteenth. I'm glad I'm not alone. And I'll be watching other people's shit. And a lot of people say that the first Friday Thirteenth, they're like, "eh, it was okay." Like part two. <laughs> part two is a uh, a lot of fun. And one of my favorite kills in the entire franchise is in part two, when the wheelchair kid fucking takes the the machete to the head and then he wheels down backwards down all those steps. I fucking love that kill. The girls were okay, Jack. I'll bring up uh, your little boo boo. Uh, what's what's her name in the movie? Is it Kirsten, or is that a real name? But yeah, she was my favorite too. The chick with the short shorts and the crop tops and her titties always bounced around. She's got the piercing eyes that just woo. <laughs> you know, the females were definitely better in part two. I mean, I just I don't know what to say about the sequel. It was a sequel, nothing like the first. Oh, so you didn't like part two. I don't really care for it. 
Why didn't you like it? Um, I mean, girls were hotter. That was cool. Um, uh, the suspense build was better in this one. This wasn't my shit. We already, I mean, we knew who the killer was this time around. We knew it was going to be baby boy Jason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you know, that was cool, but. Which the very first appearance of Jason at the very beginning of the movie where he sees legs, that's played by a female. Fun fact. No shit. Yep. That is a female. Look at my man over here with his fun facts and shit. Look at him. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. And this is the part where Faye runs the show because Farmer can't talk. Terry, yeah, Terry. She she was a fine ditty. The gypsy. She didn't get it. She didn't know. No, no, it's just inside joke. I know none of you understand that. <laughs> Brian says, honestly, as a kid, I like it, but I was disappointed. The pics I saw in Fangoria weren't in the movie because Dan Pay was just kicking in with their censorship. See, sometimes we get a little teasers that aren't even in the movie. <laughs> so. Yeah, Terry. Terry was a delightful treat. I like the second one. Lizzie says I like the second one, but when Jason stumbled off the chair, I died laughing. He was kind of a stumbling, bumbling idiot a little bit. The first uh, first time we meet Jason, yeah, he was kind of drunk. I would say. Did you not like a uh, potato sack head, Jason? Potato sack, sweet sack. <laughs> You know, I mean, it was cool. <laughs> I mean, detail that too. It's no fucking, it's no, it's no Betsy Palmer, man. I mean, hey, whatever. It was cool. It was good shit. But Betsy Palmer has a better sack, huh? Yeah, she got the sackiest <laughs> woven, woven sack. But no, I mean, I, uh, you know, just uh, when it comes when it comes to those two, I just I prefer the first one. So what, what do you give part two then? Part two, I give a four. Ah, uh, see, I, I I gave it a a, a seven. Seven. Hmm. I liked it. I love Jenny. She was definitely my favorite uh, final girl of these two movies. Do you have a favorite final girl of the, all the franchise? Hmm. Jenny's kind of up there. Also yeah. loved. Uh, I also loved the telepathic chick in Seven. Tina. Oh, yeah. Tina was hot. <laughs> she, she, she was. She was good. She's probably my favorite, actually. This part seven final girl. Yeah, I'm going with Tina. Jack gives part two a seven. Uh, Brian, seven as a kid, but ten today. So, Brian, I mean, obviously, Mr. Carbno, you you love the Friday Thirteenth franchise. You're, is there one that you don't give a ten? Uh-uh. Colonel gives a six point five, so he favors part two a little bit, slightly. Anthony gives part two a seven, part one a six. So, yeah, you're getting a little more love for part two than part one, there, farmer. I like them apples. <laughs> well, you know. Opinions like assholes. Everyone's got them. Lizzie says 10 as a kid, 7 today. So it went down. So it was as exciting as a kid. Brian says, yes, damn, Jason goes to hell. So that one doesn't get a 10. But the rest of them, so he's a he's a super Jason fan. I appreciate that. Uh, I love that about you. I'm a Freddy guy. And Freddy did whip Jason's ass and Freddy vs. Jason. Just saying, if it wasn't for those meddling kids, he would have fucking reigned supreme. So I think uh, overall, it seems like uh, part two uh, wins the debate here, sir. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you guys. Long <laughs> part two. If you want us to do more of the Friday Thirteenth franchise, let us know. Uh, other than that, uh, tune in next week. Well, actually, don't tune in next week because we won't be live next week. But next week, I get to pick the next two weeks. 
And next week, Farmer, are you listening? Because I'm about to announce what we're uh, doing next week. Yeah, we're going. We are going to do a uh, grindhouse. We're going to do Planet Terror and Death Proof. Death Proof. Yeah, almost a death race. For some death <laughs> race. Jason Statham. <laughs> yeah, no. We're we're doing the the grindhouse double feature for episode next week. So feel free to send any questions, comments, whatever for. Uh, Next week. And then two weeks, next time we're live, which will be two weeks from tonight, is August 7th, which is my birthday. We're going to celebrate Andrew Fay. We're going to do things a little different for that episode. I already have the movies picked out, but I'm not going to say them now. Let's say one of them, though, is not horror. We're going to step out. One of them's horror, one of them's not. And it's my 35th birthday. So come in. Wish me a happy birthday. It is my actual birthday. My birthday's on a Friday this year. It's fucking great. Yeah, well, hopefully we'll see you on uh, August 7th, and hopefully you tune in to the episode after next week. Maybe you can hear me and Farmer yell at each other more about Art the Clown. <laughs> We're judging the movies now. Jack, go fucking lick the fermented cheese from underneath some fucking saggy nuts. Yeah, all the saggy fucking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Everybody, I'm glad you enjoyed it besides Jack. Jack obviously enjoying it. He's gonna yawn, but yet he's still gonna tune in uh, next, next stream, I'm sure, just to Bust some more balls. Yeah, well, you know, it's, while he licks them, usually have nothing to do later on Friday nights when you're done tracing other people's artwork. So with that, <laughs> I say, fuck you, good sir. Thanks for tuning in. Go fuck yourself and uh, eat balls. Looks like that bleach is uh, taking effect on you a little bit. Well, I'm an outsider, outsider.